Welcome to the Woman of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to talk all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer, bringing you episode 62 of the podcast. Today, we have a special interview from DragonCon this past weekend with fellow podcaster, among all her other jobs, Claire Kramer. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Start building your website today at squarespace.com. Enter offer code Woman of Marvel at checkout to get 10% off. Squarespace, build it beautiful. Now on to Claire. Welcome to the Woman of Marvel podcast, where we assemble to talk all things Marvel and more. This is Judy Stevens, producer, again today at DragonCon, and today I have a special guest with us, Miss Claire Kramer. Welcome. Oh my gosh, thanks. I'm so excited. First of all, uh, you know I love podcasting, and I love talking about Marvel, and I love you, so you know Yay! it's kind of like a trifecta of love here, but yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. So uh, if, if any had been watching Marvel Live during San Diego Comic-Con, you actually made a guest appearance on Marvel Live. That is true. It was so much fun. Oh my god! You guys had the best space there too. Yeah, we had that second floor. That was like killer. It's that 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 second floor is like our breathing room. Yeah, people come just specifically. They're like, we're just gonna hang out with you on your second floor. So. Yeah, which I can totally. I mean, first of all, you get the bird's eye view of everything, so you know, like, oh, don't go to that section. Up oh, there, that's happening. But it's just, it was a very cool, relaxing space. I mean, this con is so different from San Diego. I mean, Dragon Con is insane and crazy, but it's definitely like by fans for fans and so you know you and all of your uh, fellow panelists and all these people show up you guys there's like the walk of fame you guys do panels you mentioned that you were on Fox this morning it is like crazy but you kind of hit the nail on the head I think like the reason I really like Dragon Con is Yes, it encompasses all the things that a traditional convention does, but it is, in my opinion, and obviously yours as well, very, very fan-driven and fan-friendly. And it's almost like you come to you come here, and it's like you've been away for a year. And now you're at summer camp again, and everybody's you know partying, and it's all spread across all these hotels, and you know it's just this great, great environment. I would summer camp is definitely a word I would use. Yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> there's and there's so many different worlds here. Yes, uh, and it's. It's kind of amazing. You like go down to the like the for those who've never been, the Marriott is usually like the meeting place for everyone. Yeah, and and the atrium level at night is just alive with people. It's it's insane. Even last night before the convention started, I got here and went to dinner at the restaurant that's on the atrium level. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was like we could barely even get in there because just, I mean, physically move our bodies into the door, you know, because there were so many people. So it's just a huge, and I, I personally think the Dragon Con has some of the best cosplaying oh, yeah. of all the conventions. And staff. Yeah. When it's because people, like, people bring their A-game here. People, like, this yeah. is what it's known for now. Uh-huh. Like, and, and although it is, like, so hot outside. Oh my god, people, it is. People bring these like huge armors, they bring like huge costumes. Lots of feathers. You're, see, you're gonna, really, you see it all. It's already fantastic. I can't wait for the parade tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and if anyone is ever interested in coming to Dragon Con on Saturday mornings, there's always this amazing parade. Um, it's a slightly different route this year, uh, but it basically like anyone and everyone can show up and there's like little organized groups. So there's like the zombie group and then there's the Marvel group and then there's uh, like, the, there's a Doctor Who who grew right and, right and you can just sort of and like 
local Atlanteans come out just for this band. Just to watch. Just, no, yeah. it's amazing. It is. It really is. So do you do you like do you find a bird's eye view from your hotel room or do you actually go down? I mean, I've been down in years past and I'm not sure what I'll do tomorrow. I'm interested. I'm gonna have to look up the route now that you said they may have, you know, changed. They have it. this like new subway, like Grant Street rail system here and uh, they had to move things, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, I but personally I like to try to go down. I think the the other two years I have, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna try for it. We'll see. All right. Yeah. Well I, I mean obviously I hope you enjoy your Dragon Con here. This is Friday this Friday afternoon, so we're talking to her before the insanity has begun. We're all still like a little bit alive. Yeah. Like by the end of the weekend, yeah. we would Never not be know. podcasting. Never We'd be know. like we'll be like, let's take our podcast time and lay down and take a nap. <laughs> We can try to like nap on the floor. It'd be yeah, fine. you have like a little alcove back here. I'm definitely seeing. If you can't find me Sunday, everyone come look back in the Women of Marvel podcast area. <laughs> <laughs> well, so let's talk about podcasts. Okay, you you run Geek Nation. Yes, it's your baby. It is tons of podcasts and videos, and you do two of those shows, right? I have a couple podcasts that I do. One podcast I did. It was called Five by Five. We did over a hundred episodes. My co-host Tori Mel and I. He's awesome, and we actually sold that show to uh, a network of airlines so if you're flying you may be able to depending on what airline you're flying on you may be able to listen to Tori and I but it, 5 by 5 was definitely like a huge passion project of mine I loved it and over the last year it's kind of fallen by the wayside as passion Aww. projects do I mean not passion projects but as projects do because both Tori and I he's an exec over at Roddenberry um, have gotten really really busy which is a good thing but the bad thing is between our schedules we haven't been able to figure out how to keep that show going in a timely manner so um, that kind of dissipated and then I always I love Game of Thrones and Walking Dead so much that of course I every year have done for the past two years recaps of those or sorry um, not Walking Dead Game of Thrones and True Detective I did a recap show this year of that but those I'm not really going to do any more recap shows at this point because again it's a very timely thing and I need to be a little bit more flexible with my own schedule so I'm kind of deciding what I want my next podcast project to be I'm open to ideas well, if anyone has any ideas, you guys should send it to Absolutely. Claire. What's your Twitter for this? Well, Claire Kramer. You okay, know, that's I like easy. to keep it simple. That's easy. <laughs> so easy. Yeah. Well, so obviously you do all these podcasts. Podcasting is sort of like an easy thing and a hard thing. Do you guys have any? Do you have any suggestions for those who want to start their own podcast? I mean, my suggestion is to just start because I think. Well, I mean, that's after you've chosen your topic, which we can talk a little bit about that. Um, but I think that it's one of those forums that is really accessible and and there is a lot of room for a lot of different shows. I don't view like, you know, I don't think there's as much direct competition in the podcasting world as there is maybe in the video world, um, the online video world. So I think there's definitely room for interesting topics. I would say find out, you know, just like when you're branding anything else, find your voice, find what you are good at talking about, analyzing, and have a point of view. And then, you know, I don't know. What's your what's your opinion? There's, there's different podcasts. I've done with different numbers of people, you know, like I said, from two to five. And I tend to like one or two other voices in there, you yeah, know? Um, yeah. So I would say either get a guest each week or find a co-host. 
Yeah. I, I, and like on top of that, like having that camaraderie, mm -hmm. I think that's the one thing um, for those who are listening at home, maybe uh, every once in a while I get all four of the women of Marvel together. Yes. And we're all for sort of slightly Adri's social media. Emily's one of the editors. Sana manages. She edits and she's like director of content development. She's right. got a fancy title. And we all sort of come together and we have our own opinions. We all came into the, into the comic industry uniquely on our own. Yeah. And I, and I think that when we sort of laugh with each other and like make you know jokes yeah. with each other makes it a little bit more personable Oh, definitely. And I think what makes you guys successful is like there, you know, you took a subject that is, I mean, I don't know if you would agree or disagree, but I, I think that predominantly, you know, men have been known, quote unquote, in the comic world as the quote unquote experts. And you guys, you know, brought in the female voice, but not in a way that was like preclusive of guys. You know, it's just like you just happen to be women talking yeah. about talking about the the Marvel universe so I mean it really works for you guys I think that we've always been here I, I was I mean I've been working at Marvel for nine years mm -hmm. uh, there were tons of women obviously I mean this the office is I would say half half it's just you know uh, what I'm always what I'm really proud about this podcast is we give everyone a voice yeah exactly uh, not just like look look at all these women in the industry um, which there are tons are and more and we're growing but also like look at all these people who work really hard in this industry that mm -hmm. maybe have never had the chance to be in the spotlight per se yeah exactly exactly I mean it's, you know, and that's where, you know, we're talking about if you want to start a podcast, um, which I don't know how we got on this topic, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's a very, you know, unique voice that you guys have. And so that it's all about finding that voice, I think. And I think you have a really unique voice to not just a podcast, but to everything you've been working in the entertainment industry for a while. You, you sort of manage these things as a woman. You know, it's, it's definitely very powerful and empowering. And, it, it, you know, it's like... Probably the number one question I get asked is like, how do you do it all? You know, you're CEO of a company, you know, that is being viewed by millions and millions of people every month. You have, you're an actress. You have four kids. You, <laughs> <laughs> which actually I have five. Geek Nation is my fifth. Um, but I kind of have had the philosophy with myself, and I think maybe we share this philosophy a little bit from what I'm hearing you say, is I don't view myself as like a woman who's going out to change the world and a woman who's like, but it, I barely even think about the fact that I don't know, that I am a woman in a weird sort of way. I just do what I've got to do, and I do it well and consistently, and I educate myself. And I think that is what is so important. You know, the important the important movement right now that's happening, The uh, you know, it's interesting. Emma Thompson came out with an article a couple days ago where she's like, the women's, the place in entertainment for women is worse than it's ever been, you know? And I don't necessarily agree with that. I think maybe we've lost some of the progression from, you know, the now movement in the 70s and the 80s, but I don't think that it's worse. I just think now there's more awareness. Yes. Um, and that can be frustrating and that can be immobilizing to some people. But for me... I don't necessarily always consider my place in the larger schematic of like the universe. I'm just like, I just got to do the shit I got to do. And you know, I don't know if that makes sense. No, it totally makes sense. I mean, my, uh, my mother as a good reference of like conscious of time. My mother was a computer science major okay. in the, in the late sixties, early seventies. So we're talking big computers, the size of the room we're in right now. Yeah. And she was one of three women in her entire department mm -hmm. and she never saw 
her like she she talks about it in this like offhand like this p passing matter but I always saw my mother as like just another person working yeah and I think that that's sort of why in in like I, first and foremost I'm a photographer and you want to talk about a male driven industry yeah uh, photography is still as it is still like just a lot of boys and I never saw that as like a I'm not going to go into photography because oh, there's a bunch of boys. And I don't really like, I was like, oh, but they're also my friends. Yeah. At the end of the day, like almost some of my best friends at Marvel are all guys. Right. And they're all great. And they're all great people. And I think that as long as, as long as everyone comes together with the subject they love, mm -hmm. uh, is all that, like to me, that's all that matters. Right. I, I love comics. Uh, I love giving people a chance to talk. And there we go. Yeah. And there it is. Yep. I love, I love entertainment. I love film, television, <laughs> you know, comics as well. Uh, so I, I agree with you 100%. I think that sometimes in the media there's too much focus on, like, women, you know, what what can women do and how, you know, and this and that. And, and I, don't, I don't think that there's not a place for that, but I think that also you have to temper that with just being motivated and doing things yourself and just, you know, I don't know. Just be positive. Yeah. We always tell people, like, one of the things I always have people, like, talk about is sort of, like, suggestions and advice. And he, after a while, it, it, it does, like, some of it is the same. But I think that what everyone says is always about being, like, being positive and having fun and not being afraid yes. to fail. Yes. And same thing, you know, like, we were talking about podcasts. But just the same thing. Like, have fun. Uh, don't be afraid to try something different. Exactly. No. Uh, very true. Very true. We're super excited to have Squarespace as our sponsor. As a photographer in the modern age, I always have to keep my website updated with my most recent photos. And Squarespace hands me the tools to design a really beautiful and easily updatable website, even if I'm not the most knowledgeable on coding. Plus, providing a super safe and stable platform. Millions of people use Squarespace every day, and it's kind of obvious why. Fast, simple, safe, and awesome. Their plan started $8 a month, and you can get a free domain if you sign up for a year. We've got some really neat stuff cooking for the podcast using Squarespace, so stay tuned. Start your free trial site today with no credit card required at squarespace.com. When you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use the offer code WOMANOFMARVEL to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace. Build it beautiful. Do you have any other advice besides that? Let's see if you have anything um, new and different. Let's see. You know, you mean for <laughs> advice for, give me a, t like, just breaking into the industry well, or how being about, a woman or what? How, well, wait, so give me an area. How about, uh, how about uh, 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 being, a, being, a, being a female actor in, the, in Hollywood? What is, what is the suggestion you have for those who wanted to first start into acting? Okay, if you want to first start into acting. Well, my first suggestion would be, for anyone, male or female, would be to educate yourself. And acting, it, it's really interesting because a lot of times people approach the craft without knowledge of past greats or works of, you know, it's like you would never think about becoming a doctor. You wouldn't be allowed to practice if you weren't, you know, didn't go to med school and weren't educated. And so why, why do we ignore that with 
acting. You know, you really should study some of the greats, Stanislavski, you know, Strasberg, Meisner, Adler. I'm not saying subscribe to all those philosophies, but educate yourself. Great playwrights, you know, the origin of the cinema, if you're going to work in that genre, the origin, you know, where, you know, study the Greek classics. You know, these all have value. So I think that first and foremost, I would suggest an education, whatever that is, whether it's self-education or, you know, a degree or just simply taking some classes at the local, you know, college or whatever. And then I would say second is definitely make sure that this is something you really want to do because it's a very hard business. <laughs> and I would not, I would not, if there, if you could picture yourself doing two things, I would probably advise you to choose the other, you know, because it's hard, it's hard to make money consistently, you know, and that goes from every level. You constantly hear about, you know, people who've been up are now down and broke and bankrupt and people who've been down like Brian Cranston just came out and said, you know, I've been broke. My house was in foreclosure and now I'm rich and guess what it's a lot nicer being rich well you can't always control the factors yeah. you know in this being an artist in general not just an actor but yeah. an artist you create the art and you hope people subscribe to it and and find something of value in it and it touches off something emotionally and that's what keeps not only you motivated as an artist to create more art but what keeps you know people interested in buying your work whether it's a you know painting or or a performance and so Things aren't always aligned financially <laughs> based on where you would like them to be. So I would say if you have, if you really are interested in two things, go for the other thing first. Do acting as a side job. And then maybe, you know, if you're lucky, something will break. Um, am I giving the standard advice? No, actually, that was pretty great. Okay, good. That was like, that was more like straight to it. Like, like be, be worried about your finances. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> That's Listen, actually a really important advice. You know, nobody wants to, you know, nobody wants to end up like Van Gogh, you know, or Picasso or these greats who just never, I don't know. I just read something the other day. Who was it? It was, it was a playwright. I'll have to think if okay. I can remember it during this podcast. But again, it was a story of like in their lifetime, they never saw success with their work. And now all of a sudden it's acclaimed and whatever. So you know, it's just, it's hard. Being an artist is hard. So you've got to, you, you cannot live on ramen. I'm here to tell you, you can do it for a while, but you can't for the rest of your life. And the other, the other thing, this is like assuming you're in the business already. And a lot of people, you know, a lot of people probably will disagree with me on this, but I, I'm very career driven. Look, I started Geek Nation. I, you know, I've, started companies before that and I'm sure I'll, that failed and I'm sure I'll start some after that fail. But you can't be afraid. You can't identify yourself by your resume or your works of art. You are you. And so it's very important to have a full personal life, you know, and not be afraid to take time off to have kids. I had four kids in my early 30s. And I can't tell you from every represent representative that I've had to everyone like, oh, man, you're going to lose your career. You're going to lose your career. Well, guess what? A, I didn't, and B, who cares? It's my children. Those are going to be with me for the rest of my life. That's my. That's who I am. Acting is something I love, I'm passionate about. It is like so kick-ass that I get to make a living doing this awesome craft that, you know, that is just, I just am in love with it. But at the end of the day, if I had to walk away from that, that's fine. I have a full family life over here. I have other interests, other passions, and there you should it should never be one or the other 
and Agreed. oftentimes it is. And I, women are forced to make that decision. Yeah. I think it's always really important, and I always say this to like my coworkers and just everyone, have that thing that you love that's not your job. Exactly, yeah. And I, I think that like for, for me, photography, I love photography. Yeah. And I sort of do it for my job, but the stuff that I do on the side yeah. is what I love. Yes. And I, I wouldn't want to shoot for a living. Yeah. And I, and I, and like the one thing that's really become my big thing now is sports. So I always like encourage other people in the office to like come do runnings with me or do things with Absolutely. me. Absolutely. I mean, physical activity is so mentally important. And it also like they're, I'm really trying to impart this on my girls. My boys aren't really old enough to play sports. They're just 18 months and three. So they're like, uh, I'll throw this at you, but that's about it. Um, but the girls, I'm like two team sports at all times because they need to, you know, A, play well with others. B, there's so much self-confidence through physical activity and succeeding. And that's not, succeeding doesn't mean winning. Succeeding means like feeling good about being a part of that. So I agree with you 100%. Well, hopefully everyone is now decided they're all going to join sports teams. So come, basically, we're going to run uh, a turkey trot together. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if none of you have ever done, it's actually really fun. You do it the morning of Thanksgiving. So you go oh run, like, a 5K or a 10K. And then and you then just go eat all the food. It, well, in L.A., you run into a beer tent. So it's, like, even better. So you're like, okay. That's because it's warm there. All the yeah, time. it is. It's so great living you, there. New York and in, <laughs> in Thanksgiving is not, not the opposite. Yeah. No, I know. It's freezing. You guys in there, you're perfect weather all the time. I know. It's awesome. <laughs> I used to live in New York. I went to NYU. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You went yeah. to Tish. I did. I went to Tish. I still have my apartment in New York, but God, I can't live there anymore. I don't think. You know what? I still love New York. I still love it. I love, I mean, I've been living there a really long time. I love every moment of it. I love the stink. Yep. I love the insanity. It's it's a it has a pulse unlike any other U.S. city I've been in. There's like just I think it's the sheer like smallness of the island of Manhattan. Yeah, <laughs> there's just not enough space for all the people that live there, and so you know there's just a vibe, and it's very cool. I love it too. Yeah. I I, uh, I will always say that New York is uh, a much better. We like obviously the East Coasters, the West Coasters are Marvel. We have we have the West. We have the yeah. LA office and New York office, and we always go. My office is better than your office. <laughs> well, I can certainly understand that. You have the best winter. I will agree with that. We well, we'll come visit during those months, and then we'll okay. come visit you. You know, it's nice there. You it is nice around Thanksgiving in New York. You know, it is. It's very... January is not the best. No, maybe avoid it. January, February, and March, <laughs> yeah. I would avoid New York. Unless I don't you like really it. like when it's 10 degrees outside. But I was there when they had the blizzard of 95. Um, oh. And it was so fun. Dude, all the street, everything was shut down. My roommate at the time had a car. So we, like, took the car out. We're doing, like, donuts down, you know, Broadway and 10th Street. And the snow was literally piled, like... I don't know if any of y'all lived in New York during that time, but it was literally piled like 10, 12 feet snow mounts on either side of the road. It was just awesome. I love snow. I know. Do you miss it in L.A.? Yeah, I do. But not enough to move somewhere cold. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly you have priorities. Yeah, exactly. Which don't involve snow. (laughs) Well, now that we started talking about snow, that that was actually all my questions for you. Uh, Oh, you know, I have one more. Okay, okay. Besides Geek Nation, what is is a thing that you like geek out for? Do you have a TV show? Do you have a thing that you love to watch? You're asking me, and I could go in so many directions on this question Uh because I'm such a geek. I'm also a book nerd. 
so oh. I read like all the time. What um, type of books do you right like? Right now I'm reading, I'm almost uh, almost done with The Martian, which I had to read that before. That's Ripley Scott's movie that's coming out in uh, October with uh. Matt Damon. And the book is fantastic. I highly recommend it. Um, I, what was the question? <laughs> what do you geek out for? <laughs> books uh, but I also I love a couple of my shows I'll just tell you a couple of like things shows I love okay. and whatever um, I love Game of Thrones obviously I love Walking Dead I really liked the premiere of Fear the Walking Dead so I'm sure I'm gonna like that I love I'm probably the only person in the world who loved the second season and the first season of True Detective um, big Ray Donovan fan as far as uh, films like I watch anything, dude. I my cable bill is so high every month because literally the second something comes on, sometimes we'll watch two movies in a night. We watch on demand every wow. yeah every night. So I've seen so much stuff, but I just really love I love the genre. And so to me, I have a really hard time finding a quote unquote bad movie. Like I'm very accepting. I'm ve- which is unusual because a lot of times artists are like, oh, you know, they have it seems like stricter standards for films. I'm the opposite. I'll watch anything. I don't care. Like I can appreciate the work that went into it, the perform bits of performances. I can usually find those little nuggets to enjoy. Um, other than film and television, I love <laughs> I love doing, I'm a game person, so I love, but I also don't have a lot of time to play, like tabletop games and role play games and stuff, so I do the Times crossword every morning and I do the Sudokus. And that's my little game fix for myself. You have a, you clearly have a lot of time in your day to do all this. I, well, I don't think so. It doesn't <laughs> I don't know. I get up at 5.45. Wow. But well, you have children. My kids start getting up at, like, 6.15, and so I like to, like, at least, like, press the coffee and have a coffee. I have, a, I love coffee. One day, maybe I will open a coffee shop. Oh, I'll come there at. I yeah. love coffee. Come. Okay. Let's open one together. Okay. Why not? Somewhere. We're a geek coffee shop. A mutually, like, a trivia coffee shop. Oh. That could be fun. Yeah. Well, the... the the new thing that is uh, is trending in New York right now is coffee shops that, that at night turn into wine bars. Uh, I'm all over that. <laughs> <laughs> but the next time you're in New York, you'll that have to basically look it up. sounds perfect. I just posted something recently, I think on my Instagram that was like, you know, coffee's just the drink that takes place until it's acceptable to drink wine, and you know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember. It was funnier when when it was in a meme form. But, uh, yeah, that's great. I love that idea. I always thought this was a really funny combination. Growing up, I grew up in Ohio, there was a laundromat that was also a tanning salon. What? I know, right? But then you think about it. You're like, this you was, go do your laundry. And this was you... before we realized tanning was, like, really bad for yeah. you. Um, I'm sure it's still there because in Ohio they don't really care if it's bad for you or not. But, um, yeah, so you, then I was like, well, it kind of makes sense, man. It's, like, kind of a cool mashup of things. Go throw the laundry and tan. Get You know, it's just about getting things done in the time <laughs> frame you have it. You know, I know. You have to sit there and wait for your laundromat but, to. But can you imagine, like, pitching that idea for a small business loan? Like, guys, I've, I've got I've got it. I've this come up with that, the hottest this, thing. This is it. <laughs> Laundry tanning. <laughs> <laughs> well, if anyone at home is listening in, in this in Ohio, this uh, laundry tan still exists. You should let us know. Yeah, please let please Twitter us. <laughs> Twitter us. I'm very I'm well, very curious. <laughs> again, again, for those listening, what is your Twitter? Um, it's at Claire Kramer, and my Instagram is at Claire Kramer Official because I don't know someone has Claire Kramer. 
It's not me. So you got to go to the official with the blue little check mark. The blue check mark. The blue checky. And it's just geeknation.com. Geeknation.com. And then Geek Nation is on Facebook. Well, we're all over, but it's just at Geek Nation wherever you go. And the Facebook and the Instagram and the Twitter are pretty active for Geek Nation. So if you... Uh, if you don't follow, maybe give it a try and see if you like what we're posting. Well, yeah, let Claire know if you have any podcast suggestions. Oh, yeah, that's true. Bring I'm like, around full this circle. Is, I want to crowdsource for my next podcast. Well, maybe we'll come up with something interesting. Maybe the Women of Marvel and the Marvel Lights at home will have some that's, good ideas for you to start. That's, I, yeah, let's do it. Because I'm definitely wanting to get back behind the mic, but I don't know what to talk about. I know. Sometimes it's just us in a room talking about nothing. I know. Well, that works, too. That's, that's true. That's true. Thank you for joining us. Hey, absolutely. Thanks. Have a great week. What are you up to this weekend? Are you just, like, podcasting out the yin-yang? Uh, I've got some costumes to wear. Nice. Uh, lots of photos. It's big. Like, if you want to go to big, big, big group shoots, Sunday is the big Marvel group oh. shoot. Uh, they do subgroups first and then large group. Last year, we had over 500 people in costume. Dude. It's amazing. Dude. It's uh, definitely off, off podcast tell me all the info yes, and i'll definitely come okay cool and by the way your hair looks fantastic oh thank you i love it it's if if you can't see you should follow where's what's your omg underscore dj underscore judy okay perfect so yeah i have i have ice cream hair today it looks gorgeous thank i'm afraid you. to do that to my hair you could rock it i'm sure maybe you should do it when we're podcasting in the wine bar. <laughs> I think this is a great idea. This is actually, that's what it is. It's a podcast wine bar where you can get your hair done. Here we go. Boom. Boom. Coffee in the morning. <laughs> Genius. Wine at night. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Claire. Absolutely. Thank you. We will check you guys later. This is Marvel, your universe. Thanks for listening, everyone, and thanks for Claire for joining us. As always, if you have questions for us, please email us at womanofmarvel.com or tweet us at Marvel, hashtag Woman of Marvel. Next week, we're bringing you another Marvel method. Plus, we'll have news soon for our New York Comic Con panel. We'll check you guys next week. This is Marvel, your universe.